Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Okay, we continue a Shir Yud Aleph, and this is Shir Tes Zion. And here again, the Ramchal continues uh, in areas that we have to be careful and be medactic to attain the Midah of Nikias. And here he starts with the Inyan of Chil Hashem. Chil Hashem is a very, very difficult sugya because the Kapora for Chil Hashem is very difficult, and the way you could be over Chil Hashem is very easily. So the Ramchal writes, Anfei Chil Hashem gam keim heim rabam g'doylim, ki al We have to be careful on the covet of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We have to be very careful that everything we do, everything we say, because we are the representatives of the Bayre Oilam, we're the ones who are the closest with Amanivchar, we're the ones who people look at for um, uh, the proper midas and the proper addictive b'mitzvahs and, and uh, relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So if there's something that's found, we are found to be wanting and other people see it, it reflects badly on HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that's a chil Hashem, and that's a very, very difficult thing. When it comes to the union of chil Hashem, whether you're a shaygeg or a mezid, it's still chil Hashem. It doesn't really matter. There may be a difference in the oinish, but the, the bottom line is a person still has was machal Hashem Shamaim, and if the Metzius is that that, uh, that that the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is defiled, it's something that needs to be corrected, and it's a very difficult difficult And Chazal tell us, So the Gemara in Yuma says, how does it work? What is Chil Hashem? So Amar Rav, so Rav said, like myself, If I go into the butcher store and I buy meat and I don't pay right away, uh, that's going to be a Chil Hashem. In other words, if I buy the meat on credit, uh, that's called Chil Hashem. Uh, now that's certainly mutter to buy the meat on credit. So chil Hashem does not mean I've done something necessarily that's an avera. Chil Hashem is how it looks to somebody else, how somebody else will 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 see it. Rabbi Yochanan Omar and Rabbi Yochanan said, If I were to walk uh, four amas without Torah and Tzvilin, that would be a chil Hashem because people would look at me and say, "This is a Talmud Chacham. He's not learning. He's not a Rangaton in in what he's supposed to be uh, doing." And that would be a Chil Hashem as well. Um, obviously, if we take a look at these issues, these are not really serious Averis. As a matter of fact, they're not Averis at all. Um, and, uh, and one could even say, as uh, Rabbi Rucham uh, points out, uh, these are things that, you know, for a person to think that if I'm buying meat and the butcher on credit, that I'm a Ganif, to make the assumption that I'm not going to pay, and that's a Chil Hashem, that's a stretch. You have to be really a, a, a person who's not that smart to make such a jump and such a stretch. Yet, we see how important the Ayin of Chil Hashem is, that even for such a person that we have to be careful. Even for such a situation, we have to be careful. And there's a, an interesting example that's given to Chumash. And it's a, a Tarashi in Chumash. The, the Pasuk says, Vayamos uh, Terach B'choron, that Terach died uh, in Choron. And the Pasuk appears after... Uh, Avram Avinu left Choron and came to uh, um, to Eretz Canaan, which was 60 years previous. So why did the Pesach, uh was Makdim the Misa of, of Terah to the Yitzi of Avram? Why, so Rashi says, why did the, why does the Torah 
put them so together. Because we people shouldn't think that Avram Avinu left his father in Choram. That, and, and that was a, a pagam in his kibbutz Abbaim, and that would be a chil Hashem, because they would say Avram Avinu was not uh, good in the midah of chil Hashem, so the Torah writes it in a way that it doesn't seem that Avram Avinu left his father in, in Choran, even though he was supposed to do that. So again, you see that uh, how important the way things look is, is supposed to be, and how it looks, not necessarily to people that are, are, are meaningful, uh, but even even for people who maybe don't understand and, and are making a large leap of our jump. Um, uh, the uh, the Tshuva adds on that a person's mask shame Shemayim Lebatola or says the name Hashem or makes a bracha without Yerah Shemayim or a person who is uh, not clean at the time when he's doing the Tilas Yadayim, things of that nature. All of these things are Chil Hashem. So it, what it means is a person has to be cognizant and careful all the time that he's potentially doing something of Chil Hashem. Um, and then he continues, and he says, the Ramchal says, uh, I'm sorry, uh, It's not necessarily how you hold yourself to be, but, or you may be a big honor, and you might think, eh, you know, it's not Shaykh by me, this, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a low-life person, so why would they think that? It's what other people think, and what the way other people look at you. You shouldn't do something that a person like you doesn't do. Obviously, if you are a Talmud Chacham, so you have to be more careful because people are looking at you. And you can come to Chil Hashem more easily if you're a Talmud Chacham because people have bigger expectations. So if a person is a Talmud Chacham, where he's sitting and learning, and he is doing something that maybe somebody would misunderstand, um, you have to be extremely careful that you should not be misunderstood that what you're doing could lead to a Chil Hashem. This is a, a Chil Hashem because HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us the Torah, we're studying it, we are expert in it, and we're not behaving in the way we're supposed to. There's a story that's told about uh, the Chabina Rav, and this is leading actually into the next little piece that we're going to discuss, which is Shmir Shabbos, which is another important issue. Chabina Rav one time uh, uh, was a... Uh, 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 had had a, a young child who was supposed to come on a Shabbos at one o'clock for a bechina. He was going to give him a bechina, and the child one o'clock. The child didn't come. Two o'clock, he didn't come. So the Shabina Rav lay down to to rest a little, and then the child knocked on the door and he knocked and knocked and knocked. The Shabina Rav woke up. He heard him. He came to the door, and he was brought him in and gave him his bechina, and he did very well. And before the child left, uh, the Shabina Rav said, "By the way, I just want to let you know." that, you know, when you come to somebody's house and, you know, you, you knock a lock by the door on Shabbos, you should be concerned. Maybe the person is sleeping and, uh, you know, be careful. Don't uh, don't knock so loud to wake everybody up. And uh, the child looked at Shabina Rav and said, I, I had no half of me that Shabina Rav would sleep on Shabbos. I thought that Shabina Rav only learns on Shabbos. So from that time on, that Shabina Rav never slept Shabbos because he saw that if, if, if for this child, it would be a Chil Hashem. It would be a chil Hashem if he were to if he were to sleep on Shabbos, and for a person of his stature, it, it was a problem, and that leads us into the next issue, which is Hine gam shmir sashabosas v'yamim tovim rabohi. 
there's a big issue of Shmir Shabbos. We have to be very careful. And if you want to achieve Nikias, you have to be careful in Shmir Shabbos. And there are many, many rules. There, there are many, many rules in Shabbos. And this alludes to a Gemara. The Gemara tells us in Masech the Shabbos that a person has to be mamashmesh begadov. Person has to be careful to check his clothes on Arab Shabbos, um, so he shouldn't come to have an Isra Shabbos. And uh, this is in essence, you know, Arab Shabbos If you're careful on Arab Shabbos, you will be able to uh, eat on Shabbos. And this is an Indian Nikias as well to prepare properly for Shabbos. The Knesset Yisrael ex- explains that this issue of Hilchus Arab Shabsa, which means to check your clothing before Shabbos, is a remez to tshuva. That in this world we have to check our clothing, we have to do tshuva, we have to be uh, properly uh, 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 prepared so that when we come to the Shabbos Shabbosah, when we come to Shabbos, we're clean and we don't have any pagam in our begadim. And as we explained last time, the word beged comes loshem begida, and uh, you know that's that, that's why uh, uh, the issue of begadim have to be checked to when we we eliminate any chait or any any problem from from our begadim. And he continues, There are many many rules in Shabbos, and we have to understand them and have the proper care with them. What's very hard is is this Chazal that tells us that you're not allowed to speak about explains anything which a person is not allowed to do Shabbos. You're not allowed to be masquerad, discuss it, or talk about it. You're not allowed to look in your in your uh, uh, in your uh, properties or your your business. You can't prepare yourself so for for after Shabbos. We have to be very careful what we say. Even though there are exceptions of things, we know in Zmiris that you say you're allowed to make shaduchim and you're allowed to be arrange a malametinoikos. Those things are devar mitzvah that you're allowed to do Shabbos, even though it involves money. But in a, as a general rule, we have to be very careful. The speech we have on Shabbos that it shouldn't be uh, even that shouldn't be about things that we're not allowed to do on Shabbos. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.